Welcome back, Point Three people, to another exciting episode of the Point Three podcast. We're excited to have you with us here once again as we discuss the latest happenings in the world of superheroes. In this episode, we're going to be reviewing Loki Season 2, Episode 4. And just a quick heads up, we won't be holding back on the spoilers, so consider this your official spoiler warning. Remember, we're not here to talk at you. We want to hear from you. Join the conversation over on our social media channels at Point Three Podcast. Share your thoughts, reactions, and even your favorite superhero character of 2023 so far. Let's make this episode a truly interactive experience. Links are in the show notes below. So whether you're a longtime listener or you're just joining us, we're excited to have you here. Get ready for a review like no other as we don our capes of critiques and take flight into the heart of Loki Season 2. This is your friendly neighborhood podcast, and we're about to web sling our way into the world of heroes and villains once more. The Loki season two, episode four. I think it's going to be one a hard one to beat to quickly recount or recap the episode and basically the big things that happen in it. At the start of it, uh, we get Ravona and Miss Minutes at the Citadel. At the end, at the edge of time, where we find out that Ravona did know he who remains and was his trusted general, uh, and even lover, perhaps it's highly suggested. And he wiped the TVA's memories, including hers, of the war uh, and everything that happened in between of it. So that's how the episode uh, starts off. Again, picking up right back up where episode three left us after that uh to quickly recount everything else general docs and her team get killed in an absolutely brutal sequence after being talked to by b15 to have a change of heart and protect the tva from whatever evils may come ravona comes in does that after that uh we see that obi victor timely and casey i believe his name is are working to get the loom back. And then at the end of the episode, it leaves us with a huge bang and a huge cliffhanger. Victor Timely goes out to fix the loom, gets shredded out of existence, literally. And we see everything going wrong for our main characters. The loom explodes, screen cuts to black, and the episode biggest cliffhanger since infinity war so this episode did uh, left us they left me speechless I'm, I'm gonna say that straight out but we go through a couple things from our consensus of what worked what didn't work what do we want to see in the next episode and there's not much that didn't work on this episode. I'm going to start off right there because it was just beautiful. I thought we all thought it's one of the best episodes of Loki so far. Um, But there was a little disconnect between that type of ending and still having two episodes left. Like, how could they really top that or really fix the multiverse or timelines in two episodes? Um, 
some things that did work very well was the music and the score. Um, I am a big fan of time paradoxes, and we're all fans of time paradoxes. Paradoxes, paradoxi. I have no idea what the plural is, but the whole OV and time wave loop with the TVA book. That's Chef's Kiss. It's a Spider Brando Chef Kiss certified. Um, and something we want to see in the next episode is simply what the hell happened. Then the answer to how they how they're gonna go from there. All it ended was just Oppenheimer type atomic bomb explosion, and then boom. What is next for the Loki cast and crew? Well, listen, everyone, before we jump into some more details for Loki season two, episode four, don't forget to follow the point through podcasts on all of your social media platforms. Check us out on anywhere where you're listening to podcasts and also check out our discord where you can talk to us, the point through podcasts when the episode is live right after before it drops, whenever you want to get in touch with the point through podcast discord is where it's at. Check out our link tree on our social media platforms. If you're watching this on YouTube, check out the scroll down below. But team, gentlemen, point three people. Spider Brando summed it up perfectly. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Chef kiss certify that. There it is. So, uh, the, so here's the one big question I had. Because Lou, you've gone on record saying that this is re- Loki season two has kind of been it's been getting there for you, right? And season or episode three kind of brought it back. Did season four or season four, Jesus Christ, episode four? <laughs> did episode four solidify anything for you with the season now? Guys, I- I'm gonna be honest with you. It made it a little bit harder for me to continue my investment into this i felt like they should have let this build a little bit more i would have been fine if this was the season finale i do there are a lot of gaps in the next two episodes however long it's going to be for those two i mean this is massive but i think how they follow it up they have a huge hill to climb like how do you follow this up and now like you're not bringing in any other venture. Like, you're telling me that people across the multiverse are like the watcher is like, what are you doing? Like, why are you guys messing with all this? You know what I mean? Like whose radar is this on right now? Is it really on no one else's radar? And they're just the only group in the, the multiverse or outside of time in the TVA who are really cognizant of what's going on. That's where I feel if this was a movie and that happened, we just talked about it in our MC rankings that we filmed this could be and hero scroll you mentioned it spider brand you mentioned time paradox the biggest thing that happened since infinity war the follow-up is really what's going to keep this either really really high or it's going to be like classic marvel you drop the ball i agree a hundred percent because i do really enjoy this uh cliffhanger i think this cliffhanger gets everybody talking and it, again, not trying to plug the Discord in this case, but after watching that episode, if if you were in the Discord, you saw everybody's reactions to the episode and you mm-hmm. saw how everybody was like, whoa, oh my God, you know, mind blown. What's going to happen? And if they don't deliver this, again, it's going to be one of those things where, man, Marvel just screwed up again. 
Uh, however, what I will say, Loki had this when it first came out as well. Mm-hmm. Because it had to deliver on Kang. I, don't, I know you guys remember that it was the the tweets and the posts. If Kang doesn't show up, Marvel's dead. All the pressure in the world. And they delivered. So hopefully they continue that trend. Hopefully they continue that trend. Deliver two just fantastic episodes, which I truly think Loki can do. Speaking of Loki, spider Rando. Where does Loki go next? Loki is a character. What happens? What does he do? What do you foresee uh, his next appearance to look like in episode five? I don't know. Why well, does time even exist anymore after the uh, that um the Big Bang Part Two? I, I it was um. Obviously, we'll still see him. The show's not over. Um, where will we see him? I think they'll probably be jumping around a couple different time periods trying to get back to any form of TVA to try to find either Timely again and redo what they just did and cause like a reset. Or fix the loop, or fix the loom before it ever breaks. That makes sense. Going back into the time paradox. Um, but I don't know. It's just, just I don't really know where to, where to think, or like what to think of what's going to happen next. I'm going to throw this out here real quick, and I'm going to be the Debbie Donner for this episode. Part of me while I was watching this was like, man, I almost wish that someone else could have gotten this moment besides a character who we've seen since phase one, who died in the sacred timeline, who came back in the biggest movie ever, who portaled his way to a new world to get a show to then get a second season. Like this is a huge moment. And I almost wish at this point given how the multiverse saga has been that someone else would have gotten a monumental moment like this in this saga, in this phase to be like, wow, because do I feel that this is bigger than what happened in season one? I kind of don't. And it really is because I know that there are two instances of episodes that are left and I just don't see how they make that feel any bigger than this felt. And I just get stuck in my own little loop of thinking of like, could this have been a Fantastic Four origin? Could that big boom have been reserved for how they got their powers? Could this have been reserved for some mutant care? You know what I mean? Like maybe someone else. That's where I'm getting stuck at right now. I think... They could still do something with the Fantastic Four and mutant stuff. Like they could say all that temporal radiation and aura spread out throughout the multiverse, or say this spreads out now from that secret timeline TVA, and then boom, timely gets spaghettified. 
whole thing goes boom, and then multiverse expands even more. And they could say that part of that radiation is what caused mutants in other timelines or other um, stuff. And now that the secret timeline seems to be gone, that radiation could then be somehow spreading around the world or Earth that we know and cause some mutants and Fantastic Four powers or whatnot. Does that feel like it deserves the platform that it should get, though? Midway in a Disney Plus series, something Not like that I mean, happens like, as a catalyst to change the MCU forever. It shouldn't, but the way we talk about wanting these Disney Plus shows to have high stakes and like be important into the MCU, it checks off that box pretty, pretty, pretty well. This really provides them. A nice little uh, get out of jail free card where you can use this event if it is what we think it is, right? Like the absolute collapse of timelines. Um, it's a nice little get out of jail free card because now you get to play again with the universe and you now get to pull in pieces of that. And I, I get what you're saying, Lou, where it is a little disappointing to be like, hey, it's midway through a random Disney Plus show. But but it's the one show that everybody was excited about. Hmm. And to Spider Brando's point, a big complaint that everybody has about the Disney Plus shows, most of them, right, is that there's no stakes. Uh, they don't connect to the greater MCU. But if Loki comes in and just midway through just smashes everything and it's like, hey, here's your stakes. Midway through, what does that mean for episodes five and six? Are we going to get more crazier things? Which, to be honest, I feel like we will because you don't just leave a giant um, episode like that. And I think back to Loki season one again, because if I remember correctly, episode four is where he gets pruned, right? And dies. Yeah. Right at the end. And then that leads into the Loki variant, something that a lot of people wanted to see. And that leads into after that, it just got crazier after what they told us, hey, that's death. That's the end of things. But we get to see what's beyond that. And I think with this, we get to see what's beyond it. Mm -hmm. We get to see the real consequences of everything. And my big brain theory, you know, Mega mind theory. I'm going to say it. There's a very, there's very much a reason why Victor Timely went out there. Yeah, and I think he knew what it meant. I agree. I don't think he just goes out there just to be like, I know the loom. Yes, he knows the loom, but it felt intentional. It felt very intentional. There's one thing. I'm sorry if I interrupt. Um, but there's one thing that he said in that episode. That stuck out to me was how he used to see like dreams of, I don't know, like the TVA or something. What if he saw this dream of him going out there? And that was he who remains who planted those seeds. Dude, I cause oh, go ahead, go ahead. this um to cause this resurrection of like the multiversal war or something. I don't know. I mean, we still don't know he who remains his true motives yet, obviously. Um but I, I'm still still throwing the ball or rolling with that. This is all part of his plan to yeah. break the 
get like another multiversal war. Now, is it is it to get another multiversal war just to start one, or that he comes back and he has the ability to be the conquer it. conqueror? Yes, I like that theory a lot. I like that theory too. However, I'm going to propose that this is the beginnings of the multiversal war. Oh, so this, this is, is just what a fresh. This is just a fresh. No one saw Ooh, this coming. So this is from like the past, past. This is the past future. Wow. This Perfect is going. This is it. back to the future type stuff where, because Victor, this is again just my theory. We could be wrong. Because Victor Timely went in there, I think that he's just going to pop up in some random timeline of an evil Kang that isn't Kang yet. He is just. Um, no spoilers. Someone who is important to the Fantastic Four. Hmm. Insert his legal name here. Uh, <laughs> um, I that's what I think. He's just going to be his normal self, and he sees himself. And Victor Timely, because he is the nice version, yeah. he's just going to be like, "I'm you. I'm a variant of yeah. you from back in 19, 1893. And I think that's what's going to kick off. Yeah, I, I I think those are all really good theories. I think those are good places to where to where it's going to lead. Real quick, we'll, we'll leave this Spider Man now. Drop us with one quick way that this is ultimately going to lead to the greater MCU story and lead to King Dynasty. Direct tie in. What's a, what's a direct lead to it? Like. Plot wise, or just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. because mm. rumors have had it the whole time that this is supposed to just where it ends leads right into King Dynasty. So, I think we're on a good track here. I was just curious if there's a moment that you see that leads into this, if anything is clicked in your head based on the first four episodes. That's tough. I don't That's know, tough. you put me. I did. I, I put you on the spot. No, that's fair. That's well, fair. No, that's not fair. not even the spot, but just all these theories got me thinking. And um, I'll throw out a quick vote, real quick. I do think that this is leading to Loki trying to assume a He Who Remains uh, role and taking over the TVA to be kind of the <laughs> God among men type of person. Where I feel like he that's still in him. You know what I mean? They set it up really nice. Too, because when Sylvie is talking to him in the pie shop and she's like, we're just playing God. And he tells her in a way that felt very reminiscent of how he was back when he was in Avengers Mm -hmm. of the answer of, well, we are gods. But it wasn't a it didn't feel like a remorseful. It's a burden we have to take. It very much felt like. We have to do it. And I will do it. I got straight Vegeta vibes for anyone who knows Dragon Ball Z and that kind of, that's how I felt. Like, he's like, I am the Prince of all Saiyans. I feel like, I know I'm superior. I'm just choosing not to like wreck your planet, but like, I'm, I'm above you. You're like, you are ants. I am boot. I like that analogy. Oh, he gave it to us in Avengers once. So I just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Still> back. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it's exciting. Oh, no, I meant like the the Vegeta logo oh. analogy. I'm just waiting for his. He's just waiting until his Majin Buu saga. <laughs> Bro's gonna well, flip. He's gonna flip. I don't know. Do you think 
that flip would be justifiable from what we've seen, though. I feel like that would be a big, big switch up. It's a great, with great power comes great responsibility type of moment in my mind where <laughs> I may love you, but I you I have to do this. And you, you have to obey. Because if you don't, then everyone's dead. And it could be the uh, the Loki, the Keeper of Tales type role that he goes into later on in comics. They could very much just shoehorn that into it. Ooh, I have no idea what that is, but it sounds yeah. interesting. Well, everyone, that was a very, very quick 20-minute episode. Man, we could talk about Loki forever. But listen, Point3 people, thank you for tuning into this episode from the Point3 podcast. Don't forget to join us Wednesday, 9.05 p.m. Eastern Time for our YouTube live stream, where we're going to be discussing the latest news, reviews, and insider scoops. Also, catch the full episode of our podcast anywhere you listen. If you are watching Loki Season 2 this week, let us know your thoughts over at the Point3 podcast on Instagram or TikTok so that we can feature your comments in our next review episode. Until then, Point3 people, keep watching, keep reading, keep nerding up.